Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yong Shin Ning. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is the Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Hi, I'm Shinning, and welcome to the Square Apple Show. The podcast today is about staying true to your dreams. If you are an entrepreneur, who has doubts on your journey and may be on the verge of giving up, this podcast is for you. Recently, I came across a book by Derek Sivers called Anything You Want, 40 Lessons for a New Kind of Entrepreneur. Derek is the founder of CD Baby and Host Baby, which he has since sold off. The book is about his personal philosophies on his entrepreneurship journey. At that time when I picked up the book, I was having a few conversations with various parties on how my company should grow. The conventional wisdom was to pursue big projects that can feed many people. That was a sure sign that I have succeeded. But I have a different philosophy. I know that when a company grows in that manner, I will have to spend more time on administration and it will take away my time to pursue the work that interests me. I thought I was clear what kind of business I wanted, but now I'm not sure. When I read the first chapter of Derek's book, it made me sit up and shake off my doubts. His preface chapter was entitled, What's Your Compass? And on it, he listed a few of his philosophies in starting and growing a small business. The one that gripped my heart was... When you make a company, you make a utopia. It's where you design your perfect world. When you make a business, you get to make a little universe where you control all the laws. This is your utopia. Suddenly, I felt sure of myself, of what I'm doing and where I'm heading. There was nothing to be shy about. It is my utopia. Let me share with you another story about staying true to your utopia. I like to watch a Chinese singing competition called Washika Show, which means I'm a singer in English. I catch it religiously at 8.30pm each week on StarHub TV. As I'm preparing the script for this podcast, it is into its eighth season. The first started since 2013. The competition is open to well-known professional singers, predominantly from the Chinese music industry across China, Taiwan and Hong Kong. Although in the recent years, they have started inviting famous singers from countries like UK, Korea, Japan, Russia and even Kazakhstan. Each week, seven singers will perform to a 500-member audience who will vote for the singer that they support. Typically, the singer with the lower votes will be eliminated and substituted with a new singer. In order to keep themselves in the show, the singers will come up with new ideas every week 
to appeal to the audience's visual and auditory senses. Some singers will attempt slow songs if they are known for fast ones. Some will attempt a dance routine if they are usually the more sedentary kind. Some will challenge songs of a different language. Some will sing their own original compositions. It's no longer about the competency of the singers, but who has the ability to attract the audience. Amidst the heated competition, you can guess what the singers would do to guarantee their survival. The singers and their crew would analyse the type of songs and the votes it garnered, and they can somewhat detect the pattern which allows them to tailor a performance to gear themselves towards the palate of the audience. You would expect that they would take the road that's safe to travel. But many of them choose to stay true to their music philosophy, to continue on the path to outdo themselves, not their competitor. I recall one of the competitors, Jem Xiao, saying that he could choose a song that would definitely appeal to the audience, but he may not feel for it nor put too much effort into it. He would rather choose a song that he feels passionately about and one that he has put his heart and soul to present. He felt that only if he made such a choice would he be answerable to himself and people who support him. By the way, he's not saying that because he has lost. As of now, he is still in the game. I see a similarity between Derek Sivers and Jem Xiao. Whether in business or in music, they are aware that they have a choice to create their utopia, and it is a choice that they consciously exercise. What can distract you from exercising this choice? What do you need to do to keep on track? Let me attempt to answer this question because it has been at the top of my mind in the recent few months. So, you can be distracted from exercising this choice because, firstly, you're not entirely clear what your utopia looks like. Even if you are clear, it is not tried and tested, and it does not conform to any existing model. Next, you see and hear people with other models succeeding, so you think your utopia can't possibly work. Finally, you see and hear a lot of how your utopia could fail. So you think, see, this is evidence for me to stop pursuing. Well, the modern world that we live in today is very noisy. When you go onto LinkedIn, there are people who are telling you three things that you need to do to succeed. When you read a book, the author will tell you another three, which makes it six. And you go on YouTube, some guru will sell you another three that makes it nine. Well, you get the point. Every day, there is information about what you can do, what you should do, that's literally hurtling at you at breakneck speed. In addition, everybody seems to be doing so well in their personal lives and business. I sometimes start to think whether I'm the only loser out there. And what should you do? Listen to one person, yourself. You are in a competition with no one but yourself. The future you want, 
wants to outdo the present you. You want to take actions and make decisions that the future you will be proud of. Anybody else is transient, so don't be distracted with the noise that's going around you. There is a fine line between being focused and being stubborn or blindsided. I don't purport to know where that dividing line is, and I guess it differs for everyone. To me, being focused does not mean shutting yourself out from new ideas and continue on your old ways. I still maintain that it is important to be open-minded, absorb new information, experiment and adjust your course. But you need to have a point of view on what is the path that you wish to pursue and frequently take a step back and ask yourself if you are progressing on this path. For example, I'm trying to move my offline business online and part of this requires me putting out things of value to attract interested parties to my offerings. When I put out the Change Readiness Diagnostic Toolkit out via LinkedIn, I thought my mailbox would explode with all the interested parties downloading my asset. But after two weeks, there's only one download. I discussed this with my mentor, Janisha, and she had one thing to say. Continue to show up. Continue to show up continue to show the market what we are doing, what we are capable of, what we stand for, how we can deliver the value. But at the same time, open your eyes and ears to the feedback from the crowd out there. So, how do I remain focused? Firstly, block out general information. Typically, you would be on the verge of losing focus when you are in the midst of execution and things are not going as expected. At this point, when you are on the verge of losing focus, finding more general information is just going to overwhelm you. There are already tons of information out there which takes an outsider view to advise an insider. They are good at exploratory stage, but when you are trying to figure out directionally what you should do, but not good when you are in the midst of execution. Second, to maintain focus, you need to reflect. Think about your entrepreneurship endeavor as an experiment. If you're not getting the outcome that you want, what could have possibly caused it? Could it be your target audience is incorrect? Could it be your offering is not marketed in a sufficiently attractive manner? Could it be people don't know about the product? Could it be that the channels that you're using are wrong? There are many possibilities, so don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Lastly, seek specific information and feedback. Based on what you have gathered from your reflection, seek out specific information to validate your hypothesis on why it's not going right. For example, if a lead magnet doesn't get attraction, I'll send the content to a few of my business contacts and get feedback. I'll also assess if there are other content that my target audience may be interested in. At the end of the day, your entire experiment may be a spectacular failure because you found out that actually the market has no use of what you're offering or it's operationally impossible to support your ideas cost-effectively. Well, that is possible. However, 
it doesn't mean that you took away nothing. If you hadn't gone through the process, you would not know better whether it's right or wrong. Moreover, I believe there is more than one way to achieve your utopia. You just need to find it. Just like what my geography teacher said when I was in Sec 1, which is back in the 1980s. The world will never run out of fuel. We are relying on fossil fuel now, but we will find other sources. We just haven't found it yet. Thanks, Miss Mary Chua. So, fellow entrepreneurs, I hope this podcast has given you some encouragement if you are facing a tough fight. Remember, only you need to exercise your right to create your utopia so that you can be answerable to your future self. If the going gets tough, you can try the techniques that I mentioned above. Firstly, block out general information which can overwhelm you. Secondly, reflect on what may have caused the issues. Finally, seek out specific feedback and take action to address your cause. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions or thoughts, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly slash squareapple. That's bit.ly forward slash s-q-u-a-r-e-a-p-p-l-e. Thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.